Welcome to another episode of Pro AV brought to you by Market Scale. I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. I'm actually very stoked to talk to this woman today on the show. Her name is Patty McGoldrick, and she heads up a company called Immediate Connections, and she's doing huge things in the staffing world of Pro AV. So before I get started, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining the show, Patty. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, Patty. So I know that you are the president and CEO of a company called Immediate Connections Incorporated. So you kind of have a a variety of hats that from what I'm hearing, you you kind of work in sales and marketing and HR, uh, as well as accounting. And I also know that you have a big honor on your shoulders. You were actually just uh, named uh, 2017 Woman in AV Award from Infocom. You actually received that uh, this past year, which it's now called Avixa. But what was that like receiving that? Oh, boy, that was um, the highlight of my career. I would have to say, I was very proud. I was very um, thankful for all my employees that helped me um, throughout all these years, Uh, freelancers, full-time employees, my CPAs, my lawyers, (laughs) my consultants, (laughs) pretty much everyone. I was very thankful for Infocom. I've put a lot of work into um, being associated with um, Infocom, I had um, co-founded the Independent Technical Services Council back in 2009, and I've been on the Rental and Staging Council for about 20 years now. So I, I've put my time in, and uh, it was a surprise. It really was. I can imagine. I, I, I would I would think, too, that that would be the highlight of my career if I were to receive a, such a prestigious honor. So with you being primarily in the you, you staff in the in the pro AV world, uh, can you kind of tell us how you got involved in the industry? From what I'm seeing, you weren't exactly uh, you didn't exactly start in AV, correct? Right. Who does? <laughs> we all kind of bump into it, I think. I talked my way into an equipment rental company because I got the bug from riding with Channel uh, the TV guys and uh, using their equipment, I would videotape small fires that they didn't need to do. And I got the bug and I went to Emerson College, took some classes and um, got the bug. And I talked my way into an equipment rental company. And that's where I found the need. He had uh, two freelancers. And if they were busy, I couldn't rent my 5000 So that's how it all came about. So I, I, I want to talk to you about, you You were just mentioning contractors and uh, freelancers. And so I kind of want to talk to you about that trend because nowadays uh, it's kind of, uh, freelancers are kind of becoming more uh, closer to employees rather than just independent contractors. So could you maybe explain kind of uh, where we are in the industry and in ways that we're now having to classify whether someone is a freelancer or an independent contractor? Well, it's very curious what is going on. Um, in the world regarding the subject. And it is the world dealing with it. Um, with Uber being uh, one of the first ones on the scene using drivers as independent contractors with the PR that and um, the class action lawsuits being brought to um, court that, uh, that really got everybody thinking. But, um, From day one, I decided that I wanted my people to be my employees. I wanted to direct them. I wanted an employee handbook. I wanted standards. And that's how I decided to start my company. And it was recommended by my lawyers as well that I handle it 
as employees versus independent contractors. And that was 32 years ago. So it's kind of up and down now where the Senate is talking about doing, um, putting a bill into effect where freelancers, independent contractors, or self-employed people can carry benefits from employer to employer. So that's a curious um, thing that might happen. I tend to doubt it um, because they, they can't change the definition of an employee unless they change it for everyone. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be fair that these companies in the gig economy uh, get to not have to pay payroll tax, and then I have to. It, it's just not going to work. So it's all come to a head, and uh, we don't know where it's going. We don't really know where it's going to end up. But more people are, in fact, leaning toward hiring people as employees, and they're just tired of the questions it brings up, the possible audits. Because the IRS and the Department of Labor are going after companies that are wrongly classifying people as independent contractors. And, and that is blatant disregard for the law, where someone pretty clear, if they're directing them to, to come forward, how to dress, um, when to go to lunch, supervising their every move. That person is an employee, and um, that's sort of how it's it's coming along. Absolutely. So you, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a, one of the largest trends happening, not only in pro-AV, but also just across all the spectrums. You were mentioning how Uber uh, is one of those companies that is hiring these drivers as freelancer, uh, independent contractors, uh, and companies like Fiverr and, and Lyft are also doing the same thing. So. Uh, it's really something called you know, it's it's a gig economy essentially, and so freelancers it and is. employees are yeah. And so, is there anything that you're currently working on with uh, your company that uh, is kind of exemplifying what you're seeing here that you were just explaining? Well, um, I have a website, a gig economy website called HireMeDirect.com, where um, freelancers create profiles, buyers come to the site. And they enter a job, and they enter all the details, where the job is, what time it is, the job code is, if they're looking for a camera operator in uh, Chicago, for instance, they will um, enter all the data, they will fund the project, and in that funding, they are paying for payroll taxes. There's a 24% uh, charge for payroll taxes and processing, and then we charge $25 a day to book a technician, to book the same, that person. If it's a three-day job and they're, they're paying somebody $400 a day, they'll pay $100 in taxes approximately, and then $25 fee compared to going to a full service agency that's going to charge $550 to $600 a day for the same guy. So we decided to come out with one of the first gig economy websites that does payroll. They're my employees. It's a division of immediate connections. And that's pretty exciting. It really is. It really is. And it looks like um, it looks like something that uh, is going to benefit um, freelancers and, and independent contractors equally. So 
with more and more with more and more gig economy websites, you know, they're going to be bound to pop up um, just as we go into the future. Where do you see the end user going forward from here? Like, where do you see it heading in the future? Oh, it, it's huge. It's huge. It's going that route. Um, it's only going to grow exponentially. And um, it's uh, our industry is $400 billion industry. And I believe there are about 60,000 people working in the AV staging end of the business every day. And I, you know, it's just not going to slow down. And people want the direct connect with the freelancers. They can decide what the pay rate is. A freelancer can decide to accept the job or deny the job. They may be booked. Um, there are all kinds of reasons why a freelancer may take, not take a job, but um, it is going to the internet. It, that's, that's the way it's going to go. It won't 100%. The gig economy websites really can't handle like 20-man calls. They can handle three camera operators for five days. They can handle a couple of stagehands uh, for a few days, a lighting director, um, anybody, any show under about 10 people. Um, so that's a, that's one of the constraints of the webs of the web. And you need to come to immediate connections when you're talking about a 50 man or a hundred man crew, because we need to match the people to the skills. It gets too overwhelming on the internet. It's just not a management tool. Our, our site is not an, it's not a uh, management tool. It's a booking tool. And payroll. payroll and service. payroll. And payroll, of course. Everybody's insured. They get paid a week after they do a job. The freelancers, we finally figured out a way to make our buyers happy and our clients happy. I mean, and our freelancers happy. And uh, that's pretty exciting. It really is. Just like Patty said, if you are wanting to book an entire team of people, if you're like if you want it done right, you need to go to immediateconnections.com. Patty and her team are going to take care of you amazingly. And you heard it here first. Patty is doing amazing things in the industry. And more and more as the gig economy grows, industry the industry is using companies just like Patty's more and more to fill positions. Patty, I really appreciate you joining the show today. It's been an honor to hear what you have to say and just hear your thought leadership. It's It's really been a, a pleasure to hear you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. If you want to follow Patty and what she's doing at Immediate Connections, you can go to immediateconnections.com as well as her website for the gig economy workers. You can go to hiremedirect.com and that's going to be where you can find out all your resources for payroll, HR, anything like that related, taxes, the whole works. It's a booking tool, as she said, not a management tool, but it's a booking tool nonetheless. Hiremedirect.com. You can also make sure to tune in to Market Scale Pro AV as we're releasing podcasts daily and also news minutes and blogs daily. So you can go to marketscale.com and search the Pro AV tab at the very bottom. You're going to find out everything that you ever want in the industry, as well as listening to more podcasts just like this with Patty, where we're learning from industry leaders what's next on the horizon. Until then, I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. We'll see you next time. 